0: What's up, Justin? How are you, bud? Man, it is good to actually see you. It's been a today. few weeks since
1: I've been here in person.
0: It has. I, I've been so used to you be being on Zoom that sometimes I even forget you're there. Well, I do have a face to belong.
2: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
0: Every time,
3: and if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba da ba ba ba. Was on radio, so true that, true that. You you (laughs) barely fit up next to my desk, anyway. So there we go. (laughs) Hey, before we started this, did you really listen to any podcasts? I mean, were you kind of a well, those people that just really listen, finds a podcast or two or three or five and, and really listens to them.
1: You know, I don't like to admit this. I So I sell technology for a living, but I don't use it very often. And when podcasts first came out, I hate to admit, I didn't really understand what they were. So years and years and years, I never listened to them. I, I, I conceptually knew what it was, but... I kind of gravitated more towards just watching stuff on YouTube. So no, I didn't really listen to them prior to this.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't either. Um, I would listen to some things that people would call podcasts, but it was a one and done type thing where it was just here's where you can find this particular lecture on you know creationism or something yeah, exactly. like that. Uh, and then I know like a lot of the churches these days they're putting their sermons on on podcasts. That's yeah. I don't really think that's considered a podcast. It's just a like a rebroadcast Yeah, or just yeah. a place that if you missed it that week, you could go back and get it. So I never really, you know, until you and I kind of came up with this this idea, I never really listened to a whole lot of podcasts. But I find myself now that I'm kind of in this realm, kind of exploring it a little more than I did. Uh, and I ran across one that uh, I think is 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 our sister podcast, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's called For the Love of God, and the, the, the main host there is Jason Longbreak. And um, I think he drops his on Wednesdays, I believe, is when he drops his. But he also has a Sunday short, which is so, sort of like a little devotional thing on Sunday that's usually five, ten minutes long. Um, and I find myself really interested in a lot of the things that he has to say, he and his crew have to say. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's very similar to our podcast, and so I would encourage uh, anyone that listens to ours, uh, you know, you, you pick ours up on Monday morning, and then on Wednesday morning, pick up Jason's. Uh, it's For the Love of God is the name of it, and it's also available on Apple, iTunes, and, and everything else. So. Absolutely. Check it out. Yeah.
1: So we've got a guest in the house today, Mr. What's, Caleb Carson. What's up? How
4: are you, bud? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Glad so uh,
1: for those of you who don't know this fine specimen of a man, um, he is a 20-year-old avid fitness connoisseur. And um, Troy, you know this man too, don't you?
0: I do. I, I've known Caleb for quite a while. We've kind of lost touch over the past couple of years. But uh, I think you and I met in about, you were in about 7th grade. Yeah. And you're, you're 20 now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's been a few years ago. Um, yeah, and Caleb was in the youth group, as I recall, and he was different. It, he was, um, and I don't mean in a bad way, uh, he was different in that there was just something different about the way he spoke, the way he presented himself, the way he walked even was just different. He had this confidence about him. He had this aura about him. And as I went through several years with this young man, um, one thing I noticed is that he was not at all afraid to share his faith. A- at such a young age, in ninth and tenth grade, when, when you're at that super awkward stage where you, know, you just want people just to like you. And you know, Caleb was, was putting things on, on Facebook and social media that went totally against you know what the mainstream was doing at the time, and to me, Caleb embodied the scripture where where Paul was writing to, to Timothy, and in 1 Timothy uh, four, verse twelve. And, and a lot of people know this. This this is a very popular, uh, especially with the young people, a very popular verse where verse twelve says, "Don't let anyone look down on you because of your young, because you are young, and some of it will say because of your youth." And, you know, that's a lot of times where they stop. Yeah, they stop there. But if you read after the comma, and this is where Caleb is, to me, embodies this part. But set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And when you told me we were having Caleb on this week that is exactly where I went because that is exactly how I have always seen Caleb as this young man whose wisdom is far exceeds so many older people that, you know, claim to be older Christians and in his wisdom and his grasp of the scripture and his grasp of the gospel is just incredible at, at his age.
1: Yeah. I kind of, kind of like it. So, um, I lived for a while in Pacific Northwest, and salmon you know would would run upstream and and I kind of considered Caleb as one of those salmon that in the river of youth, he was one of the few that would travel kind of upstream he was he was very countercultural and still is today i mean I have the privilege of working out with him almost every day, um knowing his private life, public life, and um I can honestly say that the two are basically one. You know, and to me, that's the definition of integrity: mm. when your private life matches your public life. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, we're we're excited to have you on. I know there's a topic that um, that you want to share. You've been, some things you've been chewing on. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, man, if no no nobody else, Troy and I can are going to get something out of this. So oh, we're excited, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, <ahead>. so <clears throat> so what triggered the the idea of having you on? Um, really originated a few days ago, if my memory serves me right, where we were in the gym and you were kind of talking about, you know, your walk and how, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, things have, um, maybe temporarily stalled out a little bit. You know, you were kind of saying how you were kind of in a rut you just kind of needed a little bit of oomph and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Mm hmm. Okay. So, and and that night, um, I went home, did the family thing, and um, so I'm I'm doing some homework um, for a certificate that I'm earning. And ironically, the the um, class that I'm in is Christian Ministries, and I was reading a book, um, and there was a phrase in the book that I actually sent you. Remember that?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And the the premise of the the phrase that I sent was based around First Timothy chapter four. So, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't script this ahead of time.
0: Not at all. You came in here and I had no idea yes. what, where you guys were. So for you to pull out 1 Timothy 4, as, as Caleb being an example of that,
1: and, and this story today originating from 1, um, 1 Timothy 4, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. But the, um, the verses that, that I was reading pertain to, like, what's an old wives' tales, rather train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value of all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. So I've, I've read that verse a hundred times and everything else, and the the book that I was reading for class transitioned to this man's um, commentary about it. And I ended up sending Caleb the screenshot of, of this little phrase, and it says... Out of the book The word for train in that verse Is gymnazo in Greek Where we get our word gymnasium It's been translated as To exercise vigorously To train diligently And to discipline So Paul told Timothy that in order To be a godly minister He needed to live the dedicated Disciplined life of a spiritual athlete So I sent that to Caleb And From there, you extrapolated some pretty cool things from that, didn't you?
4: Yeah, so like that night when you sent that to me, I took it and I was like, whoa, like a spiritual athlete. Like I'm a physical athlete. I do all these training. I'm I'm trying to grow physically through muscles, rebuilding everything, and eating right and all all these things. And seeing that spiritual athlete, I can actually correlate it with, oh, uh, it's not just a physical aspect thing. I can actually related to spiritual athletes so as once you sent that to me i was uh kind of like lit up a little thing in me kind of like a okay i can how does it relate with how i eat how I do all these things that it kind of just like lit up a little little spark in me okay so you were telling me that you started to to see a correlation between
1: how athletes train and not just in the gym there's other other aspects to training that transcend the gym right that that you started to see a correlation between these different principles and the spiritual principles and that's what i want to kind of pull out today because um i've i've honestly in in being a christian for 20 years being an athlete myself well a, a gym rat more than to anything an extent. <laughs> um and being an inf- inf- infatuated with the word i can honestly say i've i've never thought of these things that you're That you're thinking about.
0: Yeah, I want to just interject one thing right here for all the people listening. This is not a a visual podcast. So we're not on YouTube. There's no pictures of this. There's no video of this. So I need to kind of describe (laughs) the situation here. (laughs) I am sitting in between two men. (laughs) The one to my left, Justin, six foot three, four, six foot three, um, just a solid wall of, of muscle. This, this guy, I, I've worked out with him in the gym. In fact, I worked out with him for almost a year, and he sent me to the hospital. Um, literally, not figuratively, he worked me so hard that he destroyed my shoulder. And so I had to have surgery on my shoulder because I tried to keep up with this man, which is a stupid thing to do. And then I look to my right and I see this 20 year old, and we're talking chiseled. Perfect chisel. You got a six pack, don't you? You got a shirt on, so I can't tell, but you got a six pack, don't probably you? Probably an eight pack. You probably got an eight pack by now, don't you? So, I mean, and here I am, six foot tall, 218 pounds. I don't drink beer, but you would know it by looking at my belly. <laughs> I've got that 55 year old man, you know, look about myself. And, and I, you know, I drive by the gym and wave, and that's about as close as I get. <laughs> and so, you know, for the viewers at home that are sitting here, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, well, I'm an athlete or I'm a gym rat or I'm a this or I'm a that. Please understand that when these two people say that, they, they, they live that, that life of, of physical, um, uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Physical fitness, I guess. Um, so if they are able to relate physical fitness to spiritual fitness, this is something you want to listen to. Yeah, and that's what I want to get at is so what's what's the secret sauce? I mean, what what
1: have you been chewing on? Um, because there are aspects of physically working out that can get you physically stronger or more chiseled or um you know whatever maybe faster more agility um but how does that correspond to the spirit
0: you got some biblical steroids over there is that what are talking <laughs> about
4: <laughs> maybe a little bit so as i began to like think through what what did it mean to be a spiritual athlete it was kind of just went with okay the things that i eat physically i can eat a cheeseburger What's what's going to be my goal eating a cheeseburger, is it going to be, am I going to gain whole things, a whole bunch of muscle with a cheeseburger, or am I going to gain mainly fat with the cheeseburger? Well, when I eat cheeseburgers,
1: <laughs> it's for the purpose of gaining, but he's telling me I shouldn't do that. When
0: I eat it, cheeseburgers, they're just really good. Exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> maybe dirty bulking, but, you know. But in, in that aspect of, like, spiritualness, so a cheeseburger, maybe spiritually, would be, what am I listening to? Am I listening to cussing, rap music, talks about sex every three seconds, f word, f word, f bomb, f bomb this, and we're dropping all these type of crude, crude, disgusting, humorous things. And so you're saying cheeseburgers are bad? <laughs> Maybe a little bit, but there's no there's no there's no problem with cheat days. So I was gonna say you should have told me this a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, as far as just that spiritual uh, food you're eating is kind of it, it relates to okay, what's a cheeseburger like healthy way? Okay, chicken breast like that. That's okay. What would that be in a spiritual aspect? That would be probably just who am I hanging out with? It'd be people who are going to feed into me, who are going to lead me closer to Jesus. That would probably be like the chicken breast of what am What am I feeding myself? What am I? surrounding myself with so the cheeseburger would be people who are going to cut me down who don't care about what I think or value what I value and we're going to cut down Jesus and, and who I think is important so who are the people you're hanging out with is it just these people who are just going to cut you down all the time or even just blow you off all the time and you're just going to stand for that so it's kind of just seeing that food that you're eating what's the stuff you're listening to the things that you're watching too like as far as movies right our movies naked women everywhere or even like it could go as far as i'm not even too sure demonic movies too just what are you feeding yourself what are chicken nuggets
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's a pg movie PG thirteen probably. And it's on the chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the sauce you put on it. barbecue. I think boss. we just ate dinner. Yeah, I'd be, be chewing on this microphone. I, I haven't eaten yet. I haven't eaten. Yet.
1: Okay, so that's that's part of what we're taking in. Uh, so maybe as as Christians, we need to be more cognizant of what we're ingesting, um, good or bad. And that's through several media. We can take things in through our eyes. Um, we could take things in through our ears um, you know obviously mouths um, with, with overeating you know different, different things like that so you're saying that we need to be more aware of, of what we're taking in as it could affect our spiritual man like it can affect our physical body
4: right so if I was to eat a cheeseburger that would eat okay all these people that are going to cut me down or even just stuff that I'm going to take in so, and I forgot another point I had but that's the basic thing of what am I ingesting? Like, I want to be ingesting spiritual truth, mainly, not just worldly flesh, flesh things that are just gonna get me nowhere in life. And do I want to lead the kingdom or guide the kingdom, guide people to the kingdom, or do I want to surround myself with things that are gonna put me more closer to this world? Man, I just came up with a thought that that
0: that that so plays in line with. You know, a lot of times in our lives, we, we fast, and we fast to try to get more clarity, to try to get closer to God, to try to get, you know, that, that, that little bit of self-sacrifice to try to get, you know, maybe an answer to something or hopeful, hope for to a prayer or something like that. But I just thought about you relating your spiritual um, fitness to like a food like that we could actually go through a spiritual fast as well. You know, I mean, you you, you limit those things that, that you're intaking, like you said, with our eyes, with our mouth, with our, you know, and so we limit those outside forces. We could go on on a fast of, of a spiritual fast where, you know, we don't look at Facebook for a week. You know, we don't watch television for right. a day, you know, or whatever. And it seems like that, that would be just as helpful as a physical fast in, in bringing us back to what's important. So I love that you, 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 you kind of brought that in, into that type of light because now I'm thinking of fasting in a totally different way.
4: Right.
0: So that's, that's what
1: we ingest. Um, but what about, so when we, when we think about athletes, we think about NFL football players and, um, sprinters and things like that clearly to get to that level They've got to do physical activity. So in, in your theory here, what is the physical activity
4: correspond to in the spirit? So I believe when I was thinking through it and just having like the, the spirit just kind of flow through me in that, just taking in, okay, what would we be working out? If I'm going to curl this 20-pound dumbbell, it's going to cut down this, this bicep, tear the muscle fibers, but then afterward it's going to grow through food, through what I eat. So what would that be spiritual-wise? And I think that would be, okay, I'm going to pray. I'm going to listen to worship music. I'm going to read. I'm going to feed myself with that stuff. But I'm also training myself, even listening to the Holy Spirit, just being in that present um, mindset of, okay, I'm going to listen for what is God telling me right now. I'm going to train myself to get to that point, to read, take in these things, memorizing verses, really growing in my spiritual walk. Let me ask you a question
0: because you you, you said something and and, um, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you want to answer this or not, but I'll ask it anyway. So in physical fitness,
4: how does a muscle grow? It grows through tearing it down by doing reps mainly 12, 10 to 12 reps. That's usually how it is. And then it's cutting that, those muscle fibers in your muscles. So that bicep is going to cut down those muscle fibers, tearing them. It's these little micro tears. And then what you eat afterward is what rebuilds it. Okay.
0: So you have
4: to physically damage
0: the muscle in, in a, in a way of speaking, tear it, damage it so that it will build better and stronger. Right? Yes. How can we relate
4: that to our walk? Honestly, through even life experiences, too, getting God allowing these little experiences of, okay, I'm not going to heal this person for right now. And then you kind of like, oh, but that's kind of like a damaging thing to your spirit. Oh, why aren't you healing me? Why aren't you healing this person? Or even life experiences like, uh, I'm going through this addiction. I'm not being healed. I'm not being delivered. But you're slowly being cut down, damaged, and then all of a sudden you get delivered or even you're, you're taking in, you're actually pursuing God in that I'm going to pursue you and I'm going to dig deep. I forgot the verse, but it's like, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. So as long as you you seek God with all your heart through those things, it's going to be painful, and you're not going to, you might even be mad at God, but it'll grow you even more spiritually, maturely, as you go on through those trials.
0: Yeah, man, exactly. I, I Yeah, I, I, 100%. And that's where I was hoping you'd go with that, is that, you know, we can feed our our minds and we can feed our souls and we can but there's going to be those times and right. there's going to be those trials and there's going to be those tribulations and what you said is 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 perfect that yeah these things are meant to break me but I'm going to continue to seek God I'm going to continue to look towards him and it's it's like even though you're sitting there doing these r- dumbbell reps it's it's hurting i mean there trust me i know it hurts yeah, exactly it's <laughs> yeah. hurting you know but you, you you go through it and you continue and the next day you pick them up again and you do it again, even though it hurts worse now because right. you've now torn them and now you've got to do it even worse. So I, I love the analogy and that's exactly where I was hoping you'd go with that is that yeah we sometimes the world is going to damage us sometimes sometimes we're going to damage ourselves. sometimes right. you know the, the, the prayers we, we had a, a couple of weeks ago we talked about prayer and how sometimes God just says no or God just waits. And, and in those times, sometimes we feel like we're being torn and we're being broken down. And, and, and I think God knows that, yeah, I got to break you down a little bit so that as you lean into me, as you, as you push more towards me, then you're actually building more and you're getting stronger and you're getting you know, better than, than you were before. So if I tear you a little bit now, it means I'm preparing you for something
4: later. Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah, that's a great point because why do athletes train in the first place? Why do they push themselves harder and harder? It's to get better, to get faster, to get stronger. <clears throat> and if God didn't design our bodies to act almost in a defensive way to where if it gets if it gets torn or if it even gets injured, I mean what's scar tissue? It's stronger tissue. Granted, it maybe lose mobility, but it s it preserve your life and, yeah. and, and then it allows you to continue on and man, yeah, how many times does God swoop in, you know, when we're at our worst or our darkest moments and stuff and provide that scar tissue or whatever for us? Even if we're not the biggest, fastest, strongest after that, at least we've preserved or persevered, you know?
0: Yeah, and when we look back, you know, that 20-pound that bar that we were trying to bench press, you know, two years ago, that trouble that came in our lives that, that just wrecked us and brought us to our core now we've been through it we've built up so much muscle we've built up so that it, it, it's nothing now now we can face it and, and with no problems so yeah we 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 build that muscle we build that tolerance to where God can use us more and more and more instead of just throwing us into that fire saying okay you know work it out yeah and
1: that's interesting and so we're talking a little bit about the negative aspect of things too you know the, the trials and all mm-hmm. this stuff that hits us but when it comes to, to physical fitness, that's that's a decision that that person's made to go into the gym, to yeah. experience pain, to uh, sometimes cry because of the throw up. I mean, um, but it's also a sacrifice of time. So, well,
0: yeah, but I mean, you're right. But it's also a decision for us to go into this thing called Christianity. Exactly. That's where I was going yeah. is... is um, to grow spiritually bigger,
1: faster, stronger takes intentional sacrifice of time. Yep. It takes pushing through the pain. It takes pushing through the, the, the laziness um, to make those um, incremental strides towards a goal. Right.
0: Um, hey, let's take a break real quick. So, Jeremiah... I'm a little upset with you.
3: Oh, oh no! <laughs> Whatever did I do?
0: I, I have to buy my son much bigger hats so <laughs> now.
3: I... Uh, sounds like you should get him a haircut or something. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: that's he, he pull his teeth. It's a different conversation. Yeah, that's totally different conversation. No, man, he, uh, you know, you you took the pictures for him for his uh, senior pictures, yeah, and. Um, I don't know what kind of conversations you and he had, but he came back telling me that he's a model <laughs> and that Jeremiah said so. Mm. That and might then be I, a, a slight stretch. But. Well, then I got the pictures. Mm. Dad gum, boy. <laughs> I, I got the pictures and I, and I almost kind of agree with him. Yeah. What you do know, you do, man?
3: Well, it's, you know, when we, um, part of what I love about photo sessions, especially meeting new people, like I'd never met Hayden before. And I asked him when we were kind of heading into the area we were going to shoot in. I was like, so, because uh, teenage guys especially tend to go one way or the other. They're either they there because their mom, like, you know, that you have to do this and they hate it. And I try to get it over as quick and painless as possible <laughs> as I can for them. Or some, you know, some guys really enjoy it. And so I asked him, so are you a picture guy? And he's like, well, I don't know. I have had pictures, you know, in like forever. So uh, and so we just kind of got rolling his stuff. And uh, I said, yeah, you're you're a picture guy. You know, and uh, he just, uh, you know, he took all the direction so well and he was so easy and so, but you know what, something, uh, one thing I love about doing with, with photo, video, whatever it is, is I, I say it all the time, is telling a story. And you could just, man, he's such a good dude. And his character just came out. Mm. You know, he was so just kind and easy and nice and just a, just a great guy. And it, and it just kind of yeah, emanated through on those pictures. And so, yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah.
0: Well, you did an excellent job. And tell everybody what the name of your studio is, how to get a hold of you, and uh, yeah. how to make an appointment.
3: Uh, so it's JJ Productions, J-A-Y-C-H-A-Y. My name's Jeremiah Chambers. I get to ask that all the time. So it's... J for short for Jeremiah and Che for Chambers. That's a really easy way to remember J Che J A Y C H uh, A. Easiest way, honestly, is is through Facebook or Instagram. Send me a direct message, let me know. Uh, but you can also go to my website, uh, jjcom You can uh, find some prices there and quotes and all those kinds of things. Uh, I do photo, video, graphic design, kind of whatever you need created visually. I can uh, we can usually figure it out. So
0: awesome. Well, go see him because I got to tell you. Um, my my son never looked better, and his mother was very very happy. Now that's the win. That's out there. <laughs> all that matters.
1: So we're here with our brother and friend Caleb Carson talking about the similarities between um, being a physical athlete and a spiritual athlete. And you know, don't be alarmed, listeners. Not everybody is a, a physical athlete. I, I'm, ra- put I'm your raising hand down my hand. <laughs> <laughs> but there, but there are interesting kind of correlations between the two. Um, so, I have different goals than you, Caleb. I mean, you're right. chiseled, and um, you know, you do a million reps and uh, do all these crazy things. That I mean, I, I feel like I'm crazy lazy by by comparison. But what I have to keep in mind is we have different goals, and I think when you and I first started working out. Um, I tried to at least ask you what your goals were. And when people come up to me and ask me what the secret sauce is for getting bigger and stronger, my first question to them is, what is your goal? Because not everybody's goal is the same as mine. Mm-hmm. Mine is to get as, as physically strong as I can. Others might want to bodybuild. Others might want to be have agility as their, right. their goal. So when I work out, it's specific to that goal. Um, when I go home, I have a very specific recovery um, regimen that's probably different from yours. For example, like I have between two and three dinners every night. Right. You probably don't have two or three dinners. No, not usually. Exactly. But it all depends on the goal. So why, why do you think my recovery um, formula is different
4: than yours? Well, I think it would also go by what did you work out too, like how tough, how strong you went in the gym. Basically, what did you put in, so that recovery can be used usefully in, in, in the outside world. So if I'm going to beat my ass for an hour and a half in the gym, I have to eat a lot afterwards, like like you would do, like you would be, do all these uh, long, all these strength reps, and you have to go home and you have to eat a whole bunch. But for me, I don't probably don't have to eat a ton. Because I might not be doing all these things that will actually completely tear everything down. But the recovery aspect goes into, okay, what am I going to eat physically? So in the spiritual aspect, probably be with, well, well, physically, there's also the thing called foam rollers. If people don't know, you would have to foam roll your muscles, stretching it out. Just regular stretching, recovery in that aspect too. That would help with just... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I,
0: I, I, I never heard of such a thing. But that's that's because I'm not in the gym.
4: <sighs> yeah. So it, usually it would break down these little bundled up muscles, like they're called knots, and you have to. Oh, I have knots. Yeah. I have yeah. Knots. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so you have yes. to roll those out to get them loose to go perform better, and then the next day in the gym. So recovery wise, it has to really be with like I'm gonna. It's gonna differ from someone else because it's a different type of what's the word.
0: Regiment?
4: Yeah, it's, it's just a regimen with different people because everyone's different. Everyone's a different size, different physically. And even spiritually, like, we're all different spiritual walks. But we...
1: So i probably say 75% of recovery amongst people who work out is the same. We all right. need rest. We all need sleep. We all need to ingest the proper foods and, and vitamins and minerals to support that recovery. Mm -hmm. But, and then everything kind of, kind of goes from there. I mean, um, but spiritually speaking, what would be, what would be an example of kind of spiritual recovery?
4: I think spiritual recovery from that standpoint would be even just fellowship with people. You're like, for example, if it's fishing, you're fishing with you, Troy and Justin are fishing and they're just, they're just chilling. They're outside. They're just fishing. They're just. Now, this is something you can relate to, right, Troy? <laughs> right. I know fishing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, you're doing something, but you're not training. You're not physically working hard. You're just there chilling. You have this little tiny goal of, I'm going to catch a fish today. I'm going to talk with Justin. No, a big It's a big no, deal. It's <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> and there's, it's a lot of fish. Yeah, right. lots of fish. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just your spirit is quieted. It's not working in that moment. You're with someone. You're you're recovering throughout the week, taking rest from work, from regular office jobs or even just physically working. It's it's that break between okay, I can pause now. I can just relax. It's not just watching T V and just, you know, sitting there. It's that's not just rest. It's it's actively doing something, but it's not training yourself. Okay. So what you're saying is it's okay to not read my Bible
1: twenty four hours a day and pray seventeen hundred hours, you know, a day and and do all these different things that you're saying it's okay if there's sort of an active rest um, that actually grows my spirit and grows my walk in relationship with the Lord?
4: Yes, and even if you did all that, there's this point where you need to go out and share all that word, all that intake, too. So you need to be resting and going out and using that rest.
0: Well, that was one of the things I was going to kind of bring up because um, I'm kind of getting into this whole thing. I, I, I might get back in the gym. I don't know. We'll see. But... <laughs> but uh, I don't remember which one of you said it. I think it was you, Justin. But how each of you are in the gym for different reasons. I mean, it's the same physical fitness. It's the same. I want to be stronger. I want to be this. I want to be that. But you have your own individual goals. And so, Justin, for you, I know it's all about strength. I know you know you want to be able to lift a, a a Ford truck, you know, with with little or no effort. And, you know, looking at you, it's, it's more of a definition thing, more of a, you know, I I want the strength, but at the same time, I want the results of, you know, big biceps and eight packs and nice pecs. And because I mean, you're 20 years old, dude. I mean, come on, you know, do, do you have a girlfriend? No, see, see, we got to work on that <laughs> anyway. So, but but you both have these different goals, and I think in in our spiritual fitness, I think it's kind of the same. You know, we, we've got to look. Okay, what is our goal? What are we working out for? Are we working out to go out and evangelize and to spread God's word and to actively go out and and try to bring people into the fold? Is our uh, is our goal simply? to get closer to God because I've been apart for so long. And and I know that, you know, when you leave the gym for a long time and try to come back, it it gets very difficult to get back in that routine. So maybe your goal at this particular moment is just to get to some sort of fitness and, or, you know, or maybe your goal is, is something totally different, some other type of ministry. So I think what you guys said was, was, was really spot on. And I'm starting to get this analogy a little better is that depending on what your goal is, depending on what your fitness regimen is, may also determine what your recovery would be. Like for Justin, it's, you know, it's two dinners and, you know, a couple of Twinkies to, to just, you know, make everybody happy. Okay. For yours, it's, you know, something different. So I think the same thing would be in, in the spiritual world where, you know, what is your recovery? Well, your recovery may be, you know, me and Justin going fishing, or your recovery may be, going home and reading the Bible, or it might just be having that quiet time alone, right. you know. So I think it all depends on, on what your goal is, what your target is.
4: And even that's like, goals even the, in the sense of callings, too, what God is calling you. So yeah. even, okay, I'm going to be a pastor. I'm going to work towards that goal. To, I'm going to go through different things compared to a person who wants to be a, a missionary. Mm-hmm. So it's that, it's that those different goals gold path so i'm going to recover different than a missionary i'm going to learn different than a missionary i'm going to learn how to do uh speaking public speaking of leadership how can i do administration stuff through pastoral path or even different with the missionary okay how am i going to travel who am i going to reach out to who needs to be reached out to
0: right because you, i mean you might need to to go do that what's that little machine where you you put your knees in it and you squeeze we call it the naughty girl machine. The naughty girl machine. I mean, <laughs> you may need to do the naughty girl machine, and, and others may need to do the... What's another stupid machine y'all have? The bicycle. I hate the bicycle. Yeah. You you may need... You, yeah, you hate the bicycle too, I think. Uh, you didn't do a lot of cardio when I was working Still out. Still don't. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I mean, that, that brings up a great point. You know, if I'm going to be a pastor, then yes, I need to not only study the word, which obvious that's, that's obvious, not only get myself spiritually strengthened, but I need to learn how to speak in public. I need to learn how to teach. And I mean, right. you know, and so I might have to go out and and do other exercises that someone who simply wants to be a prayer warrior and i don't mean simply that's that's a huge task but to be a prayer warrior they may not need the naughty girl machine and and you do um so yeah you've got these completely different workouts that are that are working these completely different muscles depending on what that goal would be and and it may even go beyond you know the the You know, biblical, it may go into somewhat more of a secular role as in, you know, like uh, learning how to speak in public and and learning how to teach, you know, efficiently or
4: something like that. And uh, through the different goals, too, um, it goes off the pastoral ship and also the missionary. You're compared to the physical aspect. A bodybuilder is going to take in like 5000 calories Compared to uh, a person who's going to be really defined, they're going to be like 2,500. I did that for lunch. (laughs) I could tell. I could tell. But that's the the comparison there physically. It's like a bodybuilder's goals are going to be, I'm going to eat everything that I can versus this really defined athlete who needs to work at speed, agility, power. They're going to eat like 2,500 to 3,000 maybe just to regrow those muscles and be stronger and and physically and, and even eating those cleaner foods. Not the chicken nuggets. Not usually. Okay. (laughs) But he did
1: give us permission for a cheat day.
0: He did. We could have a cheeseburger on a cheat day. Yeah. So, How many
1: cheat days can we have per week? I don't know. Usually one. (laughs) You know there's seven days in a week, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I guess we're supposed to fast the other
0: six or something. (sighs) So let me ask you, because I'm dying to know, because it's been a while since you and I have been around. Um
4: what is your goal? My goal, like, kind of spiritually, even, like, career-wise, probably be a pastoral ministry path. And um, I, I'm, i like, wanting to go that way, I and mean, I'm trying to see where God is trying to guide me in that path, like pastoral ministry slash where am I going to school? Am I going to be business? Like, the ultimate probably dream would be I'm going to be a gym owner slash business person slash ministry person so I'm going to go into the gym make a gym have a workout aspect and then on the side we're going to talk about what what did that workout do for you what did that uh, train you to do type of thing okay yeah very cool
1: uh, I can't wait to see how that
4: kind of plays out and stuff and you're
1: looking at some schooling and stuff too isn't that right
4: mm-hmm. I've been looking at even I even looked into missionary thing just to get like a little spark kind of thing. Okay, where where am I going? Where am I headed? Because I don't know. God's not really clear with me right now. I'm kind of just listening, trying to pursue, trying to see where He's trying to get me to go. Right now, I'm a personal trainer, and I'm and I'm just have a few clients, and I'm just going through the motions, getting money for schooling or hope, hopefully some type of purpose in the future. So that's what I'm trying to get towards right now.
1: Okay, so for our listeners who may be in the same boat. Maybe they're praying about what they're supposed to do or maybe what their calling is, or is there more to this Christian walk than just you know Sunday morning? Um, if you're kind of in that same boat of kind of actively listening and kind of waiting and stuff, what what kind of advice would you give to those that are in the same boat looking for God to answer, but maybe he's not doing it right now?
4: You just have to be consistent, consistent in prayer, consistent in reading. Just like it quoted the verse earlier, I forgot what verse it is, but to seek God with all your heart and you will find him. It's seeking those desires of him and delight in the Lord. It's being consistent in prayer, being consistent in reading, being consistent with who you fellowship with. Are they guiding you to Jesus? Are you getting closer? Are you learning how to beat addictions or beat other type things or growing in? in faith? Are you growing spiritually? Or are you you just going to sit in your ass and just do nothing all day? And you're not going to get to the place that you want to go, that the purpose you want to get, or you find yourself dreaming about, you're not going to get there sitting home. Uh, A little quote I have from, or kind of quoted from a different podcast is, you have to choose your heart. It's, It's hard being lazy. It's hard being active. It's hard being Stay-at-home mom, it's also hard being a working mom. It's hard. You have to choose your heart every single day. I'm going to choose to get up and take an ice-cold shower for recovery, or I'm going to choose to get up and relax. It's, it's hard either way. It's just choosing to be lazy. That's going to be hard even if you choose to not be lazy. Either way, it's just choose your heart. It's not very hard for me to be lazy at all, I was going to say, I, I don't have a lot of trouble with it. It, it comes pretty natural <laughs> for me.
1: But no, we get what you're saying. hmm so so where do we go from here? I mean, um we've talked about the the physical sort of fitness aspect, the spiritual fitness, uh recovery, what we're taking in, um what we're spiritually ingesting, what does active rest look like? You know, and I I kind of equate that synonymously with like the Sabbath, you know, and and right. even in Jesus times, I mean, <clears throat> he was he was um, persecuted for what healing, like the blind man or something.
0: It, it was the lame guy at Bethesda. The lame guy, that's right.
1: Yeah. Um, on a Sabbath, and mm-hmm. I mean, is was is that the definition of Sabbath where he couldn't even work enough to to heal a guy? I think they took it massively out of context. Right. So, so we even talked about the active rest. You know, going fishing, um, you know, hanging out with your friends, um, you know, and stuff like that. Um, tying it all together. Um, what would like an average day look like if, if maybe you could kind of paint that picture for us, spiritual wise? I, uh, spiritual slash physical. You know, just um, kind of a day in the life right. of
4: trying to get this thing right. So typically, and my day I would have to have a good breakfast. What am I gonna eat? It's, Bacon. For, yep, probably <laughs> bacon. I want to get that protein. Bacon's in. good? For a prior, yes. <laughs> yes. <all right. laughs> you want to get those fats and proteins. So, bacon, eggs, it's something that'll it'll give me energy through the day. And then I'm going to eat a lunch as I go to work, have a lunch break, eat some more, fueling myself to get in the gym and work. And so, the morning would be am I going to choose to get up and read scripture? Am I choosing to get up and listen to God? Or am I going to be selective throughout my entire day? Selective hearing. Am I going to be okay? I'll, I might eat lunch physically. Like, is that? Are you going to might eat lunch? Or are you going to might eat breakfast? Some people usually skip breakfast, but are you going to skip that spiritually in the morning? You're going to wake up and you're going to take in scripture, memorizing scripture, even just listen to a podcast. Like that's what I do. I'm going to go. On my way to work, I'm listening to podcasts. They're going to talk about God. They're going exploring the
0: them. way, right? Yeah, I already, right. I already finished all your or, episodes. Or for up. the love of God, you, you got <laughs> that one too yeah, now. Yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs> so that's uh, just growing throughout your entire day. Even that lunch break. Okay, I'm going to eat lunch. What am I feeding myself at lunch? So typically, I'm not usually doing anything at that. I kind of have selective hearing. I'm. I kind of. So my job is kind of stay at. home this little spot in the gym and I'm watching people type of thing. Are they safe? Are they doing the right forms and all that? I to get to stare at people. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys hiring? You're like a professional stalker. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> a stalker. I'm also a personal trainer. <laughs> so I'm always correcting people and stuff, but sometimes I'll be listening to the spirit just kind of standing there, but sometimes you get distracted. So it's really just a, a choice spiritually, selectively hearing, but also trying to be actively hearing throughout your, your day. And uh, so you have that, all that fuel. What are you feeding yourself? What are you listening to? Are you praying? You can even be praying with your eyes open, walking around. You could just be talking to God, especially like nowadays. Well, not in Texas, really. You have mass. You could just be talking. No one really tells you you're praying. So you might as well pray during, in the public. And so you have all that fuel, and then you go and work out. So I'm going to fuel myself even more. I'm going to train in that in the aspect of even listening, being intentional with that time. I'm going to be intentional reading and, and growing in the spirit. And then usually you go into the night, you're going to rest, and you're going to rest from the day and go into the next day. So if, actually a little bit of my testimony, I could, I could do a little bit of an example. So 2018, I'm going through a weird trying to put transition phase. I think it was like sophomore year in high school, and i'm struggling with self-loathing and i was at football oh my, maybe maybe it's junior year i was in football it was spring spring training and i'm and I'm, I'm i have the potential to get on varsity and they're thinking i'm gonna get on varsity i'm like okay so i'm trying to practice hard i'm trying to do all these things and then when i mess up dude instantly i'm beating myself up instantly i'm gonna dude why why, why couldn't i tackle that person Ooh, why couldn't i do this 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 and i'm and i'm beating myself up so that it's kind of that growth thing. I didn't want to go through all that, but God was kind of growing me in that. So that was like a sixth month of the period where I'm just beating myself up and I had to be intentional with training myself. Okay, I'm going to pursue God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read scripture. I'm going to surround myself with people who are going to get me back on track and grow me spiritually again through and learn from that experience. Like I am now just telling it. It's like it's an experience. It's a growth, spiritual maturity through that. That's what I got for that.
0: Caleb, <clears throat> you are an incredible 20 year old man. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> it just, you, thank you. you. You are absolutely incredible. You give me hope in sometimes an otherwise hopeless look at people your age. Right. Um, and I've got two sons your age. So i <laughs> not saying anything against them. Just, <laughs> you, you give us hope, man. And, um, and I can't even begin to say thank you for being here because I wasn't expecting to learn something from you. And, and boy, have I ever.
1: Yeah, we absolutely appreciate it, Ben. And if you've got this much wisdom a few years into your walk, I mean, imagine 10, 20 years from now. Um, so regurgitating sort of your advice to our listeners back to you. And I just want to maybe exhort you to, to stay intentional um, to stay on point with your spiritual diet, with your spiritual exercise, your spiritual recovery, um, continue listening to what and where the Lord's taking you and leading you, and um, you're going to do phenomenal things for the kingdom, man. Cool. Um, if you're just starting out, I mean, I'm 20 years into this thing, and uh, you're 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 about to lap me already. You're, it killing, seems, it. So. Yeah, you're killing yeah, man. Just <clears throat> I appreciate keep it
4: because constantly I'm kind of thinking, man, I'm just an average dude or whatever. But even what you said in youth group years ago stuck with me. It was a time where I went to you for prayer and then afterwards you you told me, you were like, dude, you are a teacher. And like that stuck with me. I remember that moment even just picturing it. I can picture, dude, you're a teacher and you're going to teach. And I've gotten words from other people at different camps too and then justin also he's when the first time i went up to him it was kind of scary he's like dude this guy's huge is he gonna like be mean to me or something? i don't know <laughs> but i went to him for prayer again like okay hey i'm struggling with this and this and then he told me he's like hey you, you're the ones that are highlighted in this church you're, you're highlighted there's something about you that's that's a spark and it's like that really encourages me because i'm just like oh i'm just an average 20 year old dude who doesn't know what he's doing with his life right now i'm kind of going through the motions just personal training people getting money and i'm trying to seek what, what whatever God has for me and listening for it. So that that really encourages me just to keep going and trying to just see where I am on like the path because constantly I'm reminded, hey, you're different than other people. Hey, you're on a different trajectory than other guys or even like stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. That's what I think of myself all the time.
0: So here's the way I would equate it to you. Some of the people listening to this podcast will, will know what I'm talking about. Your dad. Sean Carson mm-hmm. is one of the most phenomenal painters I've, I've ever seen. Um, he paints some of the most awe inspiring uh, paintings I've ever seen that are usually spiritually based, almost always. I mean, there, there's a few. I saw a painting of, he did of, of Willie Nelson once. I was like, oh my gosh. That was the only one I ever saw that wasn't you know, either of Jesus or of heaven or of, of something, but he is absolutely and utterly phenomenal. And I see you as that painter, mm-hmm. but with the word and with this spirituality. And I think you are on the way to being as good or better than your dad as a painter of God's word.
4: I appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Well, again I appreciate you being here um, Justin it is really nice to see you I know I, I, I'm loving this <laughs> I need to come I need to come back again and you, re- you really do we should try that again sometimes hey guys we greatly appreciate you listening uh, as always you can get a hold of us uh, at exploringtheway the 21 at gmail.com we're also on Facebook at uh, exploring the way 21. And we also have our new website. It's uh, www.exploringtheway.info. That's .info. Uh, We'd love to hear from you on all three of those platforms. You can contact us and uh, give us some ideas. Or just uh, leave a like and let us know what you think. We also appreciate you subscribing. Justin, until next week. Absolutely. Everybody, thank you. Caleb.
4: Thank you. Thank you, brother. (laughs)
0: Thank you for having me. See you next week.